could cut it. You could trim some bits. I didn't have a cult yet. No, me neither. I, I wasn't ready at oh, all. Spoilers. <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast, everyone. We, it's we Jacob. can cut this part out if we need it's to. It's me, Vetlin. This no, is the podcast with okay. the boys. The boys are Talus. That's me, Vetla. That's Talus and Jacob. That's Jacob. <laughs> And sorry, Jacob. sorry, Vetla. Um, do you think that's the easiest way to disambiguate who each of us is? Yes. <laughs> cool. I'm into it. Uh, all right, we're just jumping right in today. I wasn't ready at all. Fuck! I have to get into <laughs> mindset. Do some talking. Why did you do this? Oh, Talus did this. I forgot. I, I <laughs> yeah, thought it'd be funny. I thought it would be funny if we talked about giving New York to Mexico. <laughs> okay, we were okay, talking yeah. about giving New York to. Me- we were talking about yeah. New Mexican states. Yes, New York, I'm Mexican states, if you will. New York, not New, York. New Mexico, not New Mexico. Yeah, no. New Mexico, New I think. Yeah. No, what just do you think about California? New Mexico? I know nothing I about know. New Mexico. No, I actually I didn't nothing. even know it was in the U.S. for a long time. It seems wild to me that it's in the U.S. Factoid: I learned recently, New Mexico was actually named New Mexico a long time before Mexico was an independent country. It was named after the Valley of Mexico. I think it'd well, be cool. um, much funnier, actually, if it were part of Mexico, and they're like, this is the country name, and then also there's a subset of the country that's called New Mexico. It used it's to like be part of Mexico. New Canada. Back in the old times, before the Mexican-American War, which was sparked by Texas seceding, um, then New Mexico was a territory of Mexico. It was the Mexican territory of Nuevo Mexico. Fair enough. You know, maybe that's where we start. New Mexico. Now, of hear me Mexico. out, though. I think we should give uh, Mexico Newfoundland. <laughs> I agree, and you should also. And when Texas goes back to Mexico, it should be called New Texico. New Tex. Well, no, okay, yeah, I, I'm with you. So far, yes. Hmm. Really right. makes you think. Really makes. Really you think. thinks you make. Fu- <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have started here. Maybe we should have thought of some stuff first. No, no, no. This is good. Come on in with nothing to say, no thoughts, head empty. I mean, that's how I come into all of these. You guys, <laughs> never mind. Well, usually we build up a little steam. We get going, you know. But now yeah. everyone gets to listen to the creative process as it festers. Now they just yeah, we're taking us fresh and raw and uncooked. Yeah, we're we're here after that. I thought we were doing avant garde. I thought we were doing futurist comedy, more or less. Oh, more or less I comedy. came up with my idea futurist. for this episode. Everyone. Is that oh, no. not what we're doing? Like already? it is. That's what we got to start. We have to start the recording even earlier. If we're talking about the future, we should be recording before we actually come into the call. This is nonsense. Like my, in a grand <laughs> tradition of this. So in today's episode, we'll be creating new monastic orders for the 21st century and beyond. But first, and also, we... we'll be workshopping something that we don't know about yet. It's a yeah, secret Talus is keeping from us in his greedy little head. might be funnier if you didn't know right away. I don't think it's going to be that much funnier, but I, th- I do want the... I'm all about starting you off without any warning today, apparently. I want to milk this trend. every little shred of comedy. I want to desiccate the comedy well. So if you can even get a, you know, a little I'm liking this bit funnier uh, by springing it on us, then... I'm liking I, this I take charge... Like throw us into the cold water, no explanation nor warning, Talus. Yeah, I'm, I'm into episode. it too. Actually, that is this episode. Okay, uh, should we? Yeah, let's go right into the workshop. No, no, we're no. not going to banter anymore. No more no, banter. Banter's, banter's done. We talked about Mexico. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we started mid sentence. Don't yeah. we need ten seconds of silence at the beginning of every we're, recording? We're doing or it now. Okay, everyone, shut up. Hey, yeah, we all look. We all shut up and like, fuck you, Jacob. (laughs) Go ahead, Jacob. Because I'm laughing so hard. (laughs) Everyone, shut the fuck up. Okay. I heard that wheeze. Jacob, you're now. You're the one. Okay, never mind. Look, we. I can scrape together enough seconds of silence from each of us to do the whole thing. It's fine. (laughs) You, Bethlehem, you say that now, but wait until you're editing it. And you're like, I can't even find, I can't get a piece of silence in edgewise here. I can see we the talk silence over each right other too much to have silence. Yeah. I can see the silence right now in the audio we're making I agree, live. Jake, we do talk over each other. 
What the fuck was that? Squawk? <laughs> it's a sound I make. Oh my sometimes. god. Okay, side note. How do you feel about pet birds? It feels mean. I could never have a pet bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the idea because I would love to be around a bird 24-7. But... God, me too. I am basically around birds 24-7. They're, they're... Pigeons live on my, on my uh, balcony. Oh, you know domesticated pigeons are called fancy pigeons? Yeah, and they're fancy too. So are domesticated rats. So I've got some fancy rats. <laughs> You've got house. some fancy pigeons. Bracket rats. <laughs> <laughs> the pigeons of the, of the land. The, the land pigeons, if you will. Yeah. No, the pigeons no, of the sky. On. Okay, this is a this is a quick impromptu. This isn't exactly a workshop. This is just I want to get our terminology straight. What are sea pigeons? Flying fish. Flying fish. No. I'm, sea pigeons. Yeah. I give are, it. Um, I give it forty sixty odds that pigeon crabs. fish is a type of fish that exists. Oh, you're probably right. Actually, crabs are. The pigeons and rats of the sea. Well, I found a Twitter um, account belonging to someone named Stuart McFarlane that is at Pigeonfish. Okay, we figured it out. This IT professional. And I it's found an is. article called Fish Pigeon is the strangest thing you'll see on the internet today. Oh, God. Bizarre fish pigeon found in China. All right, I've, I've got that article open. Oh, it's thought that the creature is actually a grass carp, native to Eastern Asia. The bird-shaped okay. head shock may just be an abnormality. That looks like a fucking dolphin. We figured it out. Grass <laughs> carp is the pigeon of the sea. Yeah, evidently. <laughs> actually, looking go. at their faces, they do kind of look like pigeons. Grass carps, are we wow. sure that they are saltwater fish? Holy shit. Nope, look grass carps the- are oh. freshwater fish. So. This is so important. This is so, so important. Look at the lips on this fish. Yeah, I did. Isn't it fucked up? It's incredible. Everyone, go look at the article on I fucking love science. Uh, <laughs> fish pigeon is the strangest thing you'll see on the internet today. I'm sure this is an extremely academic article, but... Okay, hang on. Uh, Vatla, when you when you put this episode up, can you link uh, the asiancarp.ca article? Because it's got a picture of this fish with, like, just an incredible I need, whole situation. Before we, before, I'm going to I'm going to do that. That's fine. Just send me the link. Asiancarp.ca. Asiancarp.ca. You guys, why is there I a Canadian to... website about Asian carp? I think because it's an invasive species that has probably done a lot of damage. I ah. started. You guys, I started typing into my uh, my Chrome uh, my Chrome uh, window, like my Chrome search bar. Yeah. Fish pigeon. Cool. My Chrome uses Yahoo as the standard search engine for some reason. <laughs> and I've not I've used I've never used Chrome on my computer before. You screwed up I, your um, computer. I so use Edge. Use so. Different companies thing. <laughs> I have to use Edge to record this podcast with this stupid website. And um, when I look stuff up, I use Bing. Why? Microsoft Bing. Absolute wild. Anyways, I thought I had pigeons on my roof, by the way, for like years. The pigeons are I, coming from inside in my the current house. apartment, which I'm leaving in two days. Um, God, I, I, I live close enough that I can't justify getting an actual van to move my stuff. So I've just been carrying stuff like several blocks to my new place. I think I was this just going to be me in a few days. Anywhere. Wait, um, you're walking? Oh, after last time with that moving truck? That's fair. Yeah, oh, that was not. No, I'm, we're gonna get a moving truck to move the furniture, but I'm gonna oh, move okay. all the shit in like bags beforehand because we got a while yeah, for it. All my heavy Try stuff. Try not to get like, it stuck friend, in a cave this time. A friend uh, with a car helped me with the. Uh, with that the is heavy gonna stuff. be so confusing on the podcast, Alice. I figure people would extrapolate that you once got a moving truck stuck in a cave, and I just want people to know that. <laughs> hey, that's fair. I did do that's that. That's fair. A nice Anyways, Quebecois thought... man had to help me do like a twenty point turn to get out of there. <laughs> oh my god. I thought the pigeons lived on my roof, like above me, but they did. Apparently, they did don't because, for the first time ever, I looked out the window while I was hearing the daily three-hour bursts of pigeon sounds from outside my apartment directly on the third floor, and they just sat on the edge of my balcony on the fence. That's fine. Sometimes, sometimes they fight. Sometimes they do the other thing that starts with F. Sometimes they just. Sit there washing themselves and making noise for hours, man. It's 
I was trying it's, to think of wonderful. what another word for, like fun. what another word starting with F would be that would be fun. funny. Yeah. No, fun. I know that's fun. what you meant. I was trying to think of a different one. Like, Fuck is the funniest word. I'm sorry. It's the funniest yeah, word, no. but it's, I think it's less funny if you expect it to be that. Yeah, that's true. They um, fudged. Remember, that's way, way worse. okay. That's not. Remember when I was talking about how I used Bing earlier? Did you lie? Did you lie for? No, I use Bing. Have you ever seen Get Out? No, no, sadly. Oh, it's a good movie, and it's a very serious horror movie, right? Yeah, horror movie. Every time they look, several times in Get Out, they Bing stuff, and they like loudly (laughs) say, "I have to go Bing this or whatever." Well, maybe that's not true, but they definitely like focus on the Bing logo several times, and I just didn't realize that that movie had. I watched it for the second time recently, and I noticed it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" You're watching I, some. When movies. I watched, is it that weird to watch Get Out? It's a good movie. No, no, it's not weird. It's just with the other stuff that you've been watching, you keep on watching things that are completely unrelated from one another. Aren't it's... I supposed to watch only one type of movie? I'm allowed no, to no, watch I... Beverly Hills Chihuahua and Get Out. No, no, you absolutely are. I'm just getting like whiplash from from thinking about it. <laughs> I think it's really strong. Oh, yes. Oh, my lord. Everyone, Beverly Hills Chihuahua, surprisingly positive recommendation from Jacob. Yeah, no, I have it's, to say. It's, it's weirdly good. But not, I have yet not, to see the second one, but... I don't remember much from it, honestly. It really starts I, to I, go I think I saw it in the theaters for some reason. There's, like, three of them, I think. It's the third one? What the fuck? I'm, I'm yahooing this right now. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Oh, there's oh my four, God. I think. Jacob, no, there's don't... just three. I'm begging you to not follow suit. Please don't. Next Please uh, don't, next episode, uh, how about we come up with new Beverly Hills Chihuahua movies? Our, our Ch- Beverly Hills Chihuahua sonas is what you're thinking. Oh my there god. Is a, there is the a second one. movie is about them having five kids. Dog kids or? Yeah, puppies. Okay. The main character is voiced by George Lopez. I don't know. Well, the main character is actually the Beverly Hills Chihuahua voiced by Drew Barrymore. And the real... The other main character is Beverly Hills itself. But in the first movie, George Lopez dog, and okay, so George Lopez dog is like has a crush on Drew Barrymore dog, right? Poppy and Chloe, they are named. Yeah. And okay. Chloe gets lost in Mexico and like doesn't like Poppy, who is like very horny for her, and she they like don't get along. Anyway, Poppy go she gets lost in Mexico and Poppy and the gardener who owns him, the landscaper, go out to find him along with this girl. It's a complicated story. So anyway, the whole movie, they never see each other, right? Until, except at the very beginning and at the very end when he gets there. So there's no chemistry between the two of them at all because they're mostly not near each other at any point. But at the end, they do fall in love and it feels very forced. It's very strange. Thank you. That's all I have to say about Beverly Hills Chihuahua. (laughs) This has been my Beverly Hills Chihuahua review podcast. I I enjoyed that. The Beverly Hills Day. All right, I think it's time we head to the workshop. Uh, I think so. No. I don't. I just want to say I kind of lost the plot there during the last part of your Beverly Hills summary because I was about to sneeze and then I did not know what to say. <laughs> I, I like. I heard the words, none of it connected. Yeah, that's what it's like watching movies sometimes. Yeah, or doing anything. You just asked so, plane. Tell us, okay. I need to yeah. know. What's the workshop? I bet you're all wondering. Uh, okay, the workshop the is where we go to fix things that need to be fixed that are not like not making new things, but kind of changing up existing things. It's kind of not very well defined. You this asked. Is, this one is kind of out there a little bit. Sorry, no, I, I meant you're wondering what today's workshop is, but that was yes, a I know. I was kidding. For you at home, which is everyone. They, they could be listening to us on the home. bus, on the on at the metro, at Metro the grocery store. Um, Just sort of radio parlance. On a roller coaster. Please, please don't. They could be listening please to us do. on a ferry. They could be listening to us like on a bus, on a train. Podcast a idea. Fun list of places you could listen to a podcast. Submarine. New places to listen to podcasts. Ooh. Submarine while, you know. Perusing the jeweler's wares. 
That's a good callback for any first-time listeners. All right. Tell us. Anyway, Listen to our podcast. Okay, so today, this isn't exactly <laughs> something where we're going to like fix something, maybe. But it is a place where there's a lot of confusion, and I think that we have the unique opportunity to try and, once and for all, set the record straight. We're going to decide what the Voynich Manuscript actually is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to introduce Ooh. the concept to the viewers at home who may not be familiar? Sure. Although it's been out for years. If you haven't heard of it, <laughs> like spoilers, I guess. It's okay. been out for centuries, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, like century. Before that, it was carbon kind of dated to the 15th century. Carbon dated to the 15th century, but it was only it only became popular it was only, it was when only it was like found it was... by Voynich, a rare bookseller of Polish descent, living in is New it York also, City. Is it also? not like rumored to be in style as if it's made in like the 13th century? Uh, maybe. Uh, I think most stylistic, stylistic analysis be, indicates yeah. it may have been composed in Italy during the Italian Renaissance and has been carbon dated to 1404 to 1438. That's very yeah. precise. It, it is incredibly precise, isn't it? Now, there is a, a slight caveat to that, which is that the materials themselves are dated from that period, but it could be could have been composed much later. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But anyways, how do you... I mean, how did some weird uh, manuscript, uh, like, antiques collector find my diaries? <laughs> now, I should say, we didn't mention what makes the Voynich Manuscript special. Like, I'm oh, yeah, guessing it's, probably it's... a lot of people will know, especially the, if, like, the demographic <laughs> ah! people will Can I say it? Can I say it? Hold Can on. Say, it? say this. Go ahead. I have something I need to say about this manuscript. Okay. Yeah, isn't it, is, is it like written in a, in a like, foreign alphabet slash tongue, like, language? Uh, foreign, except not, like, foreign to anywhere. Just un- unknown, undeciphered and unknown language and uh, alphabet. Maybe made up. For the manuscript. This is so powerful. Oh my god. Okay, so I was looking at the Voynich Manuscripts Wikipedia page and at the list of possible suggested authors. And there's all kinds of weird fucking people who don't have their own Wikipedia pages. And then uh, Roger Bacon, of course. Roger Bacon, the man Roger Bacon. This is a Mm -hmm. Roger Bacon appreciation podcast now. Is uh, Jacob Horczycki. Later, Jacob of Tepanek is his name. Um, Horchichki, he's also known in Latin as Jacobus Sinapius. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god, I Horchichki just means mustard in Czech. <laughs> his oh. name is Jacob Mustard. It's all coming together. <laughs> so this is who you were in your previous life. Okay. <laughs> This guy, this guy must have written the manuscript. Oh, He's Jacob this... Mustard. Oh my god, it's him. Napius. I think he was all three of us in our previous lives. We used to be one entity, and then we split into three for the purposes of oh, making this podcast. Book dealer Wilfred Voynich saw Jacob's name and title at the bottom of the first page of the manuscript. He saw the faint writing later revealed as Jacobus Sinapius. Uh, he subsequently used many chemicals to make it clearer, but failed. What chemicals? <laughs> oh, it was later revealed by ultraviolet light and has been compared with other samples of his signature. And therefore, he is the second confirmed owner of the Voynich manuscript after Emperor Rudolf II. That's Damn. incredible. Okay, so we're going... Oh, well, uh, Rudolf II is unsubstantiated heresy, apparently. Oh. No, it's okay. it's uh, the thing. I think the thing is that we have because the book was found with some letters, which and in those letters, like two people who handled the book, say they got it from like Emperor Rudolph II. They also say that uh, it was written by Roger Bacon, which I think is not particularly a popular theory. Bacon oh, and like, mustard. We can't Bacon trust people from the past. They don't tell the truth. I can't fucking believe this. Oh my I'm god. In awe. I can't Jacob believe Musty Jake wrote this. Well, had this book. Okay, Musty Jake, they called him. They, well, they kind of did, huh? <laughs> yeah, in Latin. Yeah. Musty uh, Jacob Tepanek. <laughs> okay, it's uh, it's it's fantastic. Wow, he uh, left the Jesuits a lot of gold coins. This dude, <laughs> Musty Jake. Must he take 50,000 gold Musty coins? Jake. Damn. Wait, how old is he? Let me just... Yaku, Musty, Musty Jake, Jake is from like the 1600s, I think. 
1622 he died. Oh my god, he was not very old. I guess he was reasonably old. He was he was almost 50. <laughs> I, that's not that old. I, 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 I yahooed Musty Jake, and all I got was a bunch of jackets and a drummer. That's Rest Musty Jake. Oh, oh so God. what are we doing? We're trying to figure out We're, what the okay. Voynich manuscript is? Yeah, so Vetla pointed out part of it, that the Voynich manuscript is renowned for ha- being written in this undeciphered language. But it's also just a really weird book. Oh, yeah, it's, really it's like, it, it details, like, fucking... It appears to list plants and recipes and medicines and like not that uncommon some for life stuff book. and art. And, yeah, but yeah, but like fake got, shit. Okay, I want to read this part. Balneological, twenty folios, a dense, continuous text interspersed with drawings, mostly showing small nude women somewhere in crowns bathing in pools or tubs connected by an elaborate network of pipes. It's a porn. So that's pretty weird. It's a porn about pipes. I don't like the Middle Ages were full of it, that kind of thing, but. I don't think that's what this is. Oh, I'm looking at a detail of the nymphs on page 141. It's weird. It's we- it's a weird book. It's like partially herbal. There's astro- uh, astronomical stuff, cosmological stuff, which is kind of all classic medieval. But I think we got to focus on the tubes. When we're figuring out what this is, got to think about the tubes and the baths. Hmm, I'm looking at... Well, there's a table of sources of or works of fiction that have been inspired by the Voynich manuscript, and it's a lot more than I expected, actually. Most of them very recent. The Book of Life is a book that came out in 2014. How is it inspired by the Voynich manuscript? Oh, they figure out what it is. <laughs> then there's wait. What is what this is about it? interspecies marriage? It's a weird manuscript. Oh, this the Codex really Seraph. Oh God, Seraphiniana. Yeah, ignore this. Seraphini. Seraphini's Codex. I'm just going to call it that. Seraphinianus. Codex yeah. Seraphinianus. If you want to get uh, powerful about it. <laughs> yeah, I do. Maybe I it's just a, a detailed. Maybe the bit with the naked woman is just a detailed like description of how women should bathe. I think actually, I mean, it's not that funny. I think that is actually what it is. Yeah, like <laughs> how how women should bathe and how to make baths for them to bathe in. Yeah, I mean it, it's the it seems mostly like a medical text, right? It's got plants, baths. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, that's the, the vibe, like a medical page. I'm looking at some um, pages now, and it's but just I like, think that's too simple, right? I but, have an idea about what it is. Okay, what is it? I think, pretty obviously, this is a TTRPG source book. Jacob, are you are you aware that Randall Monroe, I'm pretty sure, has made that exact joke? No! XKCD guy? Yep. yep. Oh my god, I, I that think was I really very funny. Randall Monroe. Yeah, it's it's here. Where's What's this one from? Oh, I'm looking at the comic right yeah. now. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. It's funny. Isn't that good? I can't believe that, uh, yeah. (laughs) Forsooth, I concoct an elixir of courage. Nay, the source book saith that requires some wolf's bane. Your druid doth lose two points. Hmm. That's the punchline of this comic. Wow. Me and Randy. Okay. I bet he hates being called Randy. Wow. Because, frankly, I would hate being called Randy. If I were a Randall, I'd just... Yeah, I know you it. would, but no. Yeah. I think accepting your... Uh, y- you, tell us. I think we're all pretty Randy in this podcast. <laughs> hey Hey-o! The clinking of your iced coffee really adds to this experience of utter... Oh god. By the way, sorry I was oh sorry I was silent for a while earlier. I was fully making tea away from my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you're supposed to cast. Look, I am directly I'm, into the microphone. ASMR. I am I am I'm not going to lie. I am fucking off balance this podcast. I was not prepared to start when we did. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
No one was. That's just how it is. I'm Alice. so sorry. Wait, wait. Anything else? Take a quick five then? No. What do you oh, think about don't. the Voynich manuscript? What do I think of the Voynich manuscript? I think it might be documentary. I think maybe okay. this happened. Uh, I forget if this is something someone said. To I Roger think this Bacon. might be a documentation of alien abduction. Ooh. 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 You get put in the you get put in the pods. No, actually, sorry. Ooh. Second idea. That was just a medieval uh, minority report. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Wait, is Which minority, minority report? report? I mix up all I the mean, cyberpunk like movies. I vaguely know. Uh, minority report is. Oh, I know about this. I know about this because Futurama did a parody of it. Right, everyone's done a parody of it, and in fact, my suggestion is that Minority Report is a parody of the Voynich manuscript. Those people in the baths. Those are precogs. Ooh. A lot of them in the baths in the Voynich manuscript. There's a lot uh, of Okay, crimes. everyone listening to the podcast, stop right now. You have a reading list. You have to go read the Voynich manuscript and then watch Minority Report. <laughs> Sorry, just super quick, read this completely undecipherable uh, book. Yeah, just, just skim it. it. Or yeah, skim it. And then watch Minority Report and, and then Minority come Report. back to the podcast. Movie. And then, wait, I thought there was something else in there. And then watch the Futurama episode parodying Minority Report, which was called Law and Oracle. And then watch Shrek 3, because that movie needs more love than it gets, honestly. Yeah, Futurama episode names are often either really good or really bad. That's a good one. I like that one. Um, Anyways, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Huh. Tatla? Yeah? You have a suggestion? I mean, oh, this episode had a scene that was 3D as a parody oh of Avatar, the movie, which had apparently recently come out. You remember when everyone was super hyped about Avatar and then it came out and everyone forgot about it in like a month? Yeah, the sequels yeah. are all going to start coming out soon. There are sequels? Yeah, they're making he's, five sequels. I'll fix he's, that one for you right now. Just He's been, he's been, making, he's been, he's been making those sequels for like since the first movie came out. Oh He's like been making them the entire time. And okay, they, totally they've kept watch. pushing back to the release dates every time. Anyways, I think... Yeah, uh, Avatar 2 comes out 2022. Avatar 3 comes out 2024. Avatar 4 comes out 2026. Avatar 5 comes out, can you guess? 2027? Yeah, how'd you know? It was <laughs> Wait, 2028. 2028. Math. Oh, They're all set to come out. Oh my god. They're set to come out... Uh, all of them around the exact same time in December. That's weird. The range is the 16th to the 22nd, and only ah, on even uh, days. Jesus. What a weird happenstance. Super weird. Um, I think the Vondish manuscript is a like made. It's like a fantasy epic made like by some spiritual predecessor of uh, or of uh, of Tolkien, but he went like. 100% in and made the entire book in the foreign language of the thing. And now okay. we can't read it. You're thinking it's a conlang. I, I'm a fan of this theory. So some guy just made this, this weird fantasy epic about plants and women bathing just a whole bunch and stuff like that. And that's just the uh, fancy illustrations around the fantasy epic uh, uh, in the style of J.R.R. Tolkien, but it's like hundreds of years before him. Mm, I think possibly the Voynich manuscript is um, a parody of Minority Report. Actually, yeah, that's more likely. Parody of Minority Yep. Well, interesting. Oh, you're Someone right. Someone found the oh manuscript back in the olden days. Well, here's the thing. If they were precogs, it would be, a, of course, it would be a parody of something that came out in the future. It makes so much sense. The theory is airtight. <laughs> it is every every theory I make is airtight. It's I always future dream. parody. We should start making parody of things that haven't happened yet. Yeah, let's make a parody of Avatar Six. Wait, holy shit! Wait, 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 hold on. What if Minority Report is a parody of the Voynich Manuscript, but the Voynich Manuscript is a parody of something that hasn't happened yet? <gasps> Oh, now you're now you're in now the deep, cooking deep. with gas, huh? A Vo the Voynich manuscript is actually a document from 
the future. That's just what Earth is like. People are all There's plants. Wow. And there are new plants. plants. Yeah, everyone. Well, no, it's actually modern English, but they've just developed oh a new writing system that's very unintuitive. I, I just did the X Files. That was in the really, background. really good. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't bad. Uh, okay, well, we figured out the Voynich manuscript. You're welcome, society. Yeah. Hey, good I don't job, know Which of the many things we said is supposed to be us having figured it out, but we, it's all of them at once. Yeah. Yes, all of them at once. It's a parody of a TTRPG from the future. And, and Okay. Thank you, Randall. Well, and we'll know, your... we'll know, we'll know. A... We've cracked it because from now on, anyone who reads the Voyage manuscripts with our thoughts in mind will hear the uh, oh the uh, X Files theme. It's a, it's a. Actually, it's a parody of D and D sixty. Oh, D and D sixty is going to be weirdly bath focused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. Just... Just filling in the short blank. rests are being replaced by baths. Short, short rest, shower, long rest, bath. After years of this. examining the mechanical shortcomings of D and D five E, they discovered that there wasn't enough bath mechanics. Wasn't there wasn't enough mechanics. lore or focus. They played the Witcher. And they said we need more bath, bath mechanics in this. Yeah, Jacob, that's yeah. really funny. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I have never played the Witcher. No, but I, me neither. But I know there's a bath in there. Is it like uh, The Witcher 3, or is it just called yeah, The Witcher? Yeah, Witcher, Witcher 3 Bath. The Witcher 3. Bath. 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 Bathing. All right. Glad we solved the bath. manuscript. Easy. All code breakers from all of bath. time, please send us money. Bath. Bathtub. I'd kill someone for a bathtub. Hey, hey, now it's time. Bathbarian. Someone. That's what you're doing. Am I right? <laughs> like Valyrian, the city of a thousand planets? No, like Barbarian. What are you talking about? Like oh. Valyrian, city of a thousand planets. <laughs> but about I thought you were well, referencing actually, Valyrian. I was like, what I, the fuck? I should have been, because, you know, future <laughs> complex uh, surreal illustrations that, well, okay, what if, what if it's a parody of Valyrian and the city of a thousand planets? Well, Valyrian actually the, movie, the franchise takes off considerably when Six E is actually ends up being a tie-in. Oh my god! Like the main setting instead of the Forgotten Realms, it's Valyrian, the city of a thousand planets. That Ooh. would actually be a really good D and D setting. It would be, huh? <laughs> anyway, Planescape. Like, they had a space setting I... once. Did they? What? Oh my god! Yeah, Planescape. Yeah, it was oh. like I don't know which edition. I never played it, but it's a thing. That's where the hippo people, or no, the, the loxodons come from that setting. Are they elephant people or hippo people? I don't remember. Everyone's One of those. Elephant people in there. I have a I question for both of you. Reintroduced. What? Are you guys horny for bats? No. Yes. In bats no or bats? Well, no, like, no, bath, like to... bathtubs for to bathe um, in. I thought you said bat. Okay, I take it back. Well... Let's let me ask again. I Are you ready for bats, baseball, or living? I Jacob, I know that you've like I, that. I've pushed pretty hard on the whole Jacob is a furry thing before, but I can't keep going on like this. <laughs> I just like bats. I really like bats. I always have. I wish they could be safely kept as pets. Okay, you know, let's let, let's let's all just be done with it and become furries right now. I'll no? make a cat okay. persona I, that's right the now. Of what I hold on. I am now not longer Etla. I'm Nietla. Uh, I'm, a cat <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I'm still Jacob, me. but I'm a Nyetla. bat now. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, it's time to come up with some monastic orders. Yeah, I've been. Oh, so... I just got a good new idea. Now I have two ideas. Oh wait, you should go for one, just in case I don't manage to think of a cool monastic order before the end of the episode. I have to go get my notebook. <laughs> Keep talking to cover for me. All right, so we're coming up with monastic orders. Shit, like, you know, monks and shit. I got I, to thinking recently, I would like to be a monk, but I don't want to have to be a religious person to be a monk. I, I should specify, we realize that, like, monastic orders still very much exist. I know at least one monk, probably more. Yeah, we're coming up with new ones. We're not, we're, oh, we're not, monk. like, inventing monastic orders. We're coming up with some new ones to add to the pile. Yeah, Monk tried to sell me dubious merchandise the other day. I thought you were going to say, Monk tried to sell you a doobie. Ah, I have that <laughs> yeah. problem frequently. Um, so I got to thinking, 
what was the main purpose of monks back in the olden days, right? What did they do with their days? They did, they you know, religious shit, penance. Um, but also, there were a couple duties of monks that I think uh, that I think we need to think about in order to come up with modern monastic orders. And what are the two things they did? Brewed beer. You're so right. And transcribed manuscripts. Okay. Hell yeah. And I got to thinking, what sort of an order could we come up with today that would fulfill these, these roles that microbrewery that transcribes the script of minority report? No, 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 Incidentally, secondary to their main purpose, which I will get to, my monastic order does grow weed. Okay. <laughs> okay. They have nice. like a they have a greenhouse out a green wink house out back where they oh grow God. grow fresh doobies. Um, but the main purpose of these monks, I think, is think about the wealth of re- written information we have in the world today of recorded in glyphs of text that exists. I think more than ever before in human history, there's this huge body of stored information, which does not exist in physical texts, right? On the internet. Think of the size of Wikipedia. Most of the things on Wikipedia have never been written down on a piece of paper. If the internet goes away, if something happens to the, the internet, that's all lost information there's this idea that we might be living in a dark age right now if the information that's being recorded ceases to exist at some point it will be inaccessible to future scholars so i suggest a monastic order whose purpose is just to write down everything they read on the internet Ooh, i'm into this i'm very and also they grow weed but that's secondary i can see how those ideas connect because for one thing they spend all day on the internet writing things down I can see why they would want something to take the edge off. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest monastery, the first one, would be dedicated just to like recording English Wikipedia. But they'd branch also, out so that each monastery specializes in a particular part of the internet. Like one of them records old forum posts from 2003. And one of them just does like Malaysian I think, Facebook. I, I'm, like, I'm like fascinated by this because of another thing. Do they go into like uh, game preservation? Because that's a real issue with the way the video game industry is handling sales. And well, they'd have new... to write it down. Potentially, they could be gamer monks. Yeah, could be like, gamer monks, which is an idea I really like. Down downloading. Uh, I might build on that if you're okay. Having uh, having like yeah. all video games on like uh, on several diff- different forms of storage down into and including the entire code just printed out. Yeah, they write down code. Yeah, they just write down everything on the internet. They just want to get it all recorded so it's not lost, you know? Oh, are we coming yeah. up with a really cool D&D setting right now? We oh. <laughs> It is very We cool, always like, are. We always are, though. Like, like we, we made new food truck variants into, like, there's jewel <laughs> submarines, you know? <laughs> we did do that, didn't we? We did do that. Uh, okay, yeah, let's keep on trucking. I, I'm really into this. I wonder if the highest level, the uh, like, what do you the what do you call a higher up monk? What do you call a high ranking monk? Uh, the abbot. Abbot. I forgot the word abbot. I remember the, the word abbot. The gamer abbot. The gamer abbot. I wonder if the gamer abbot can like see a game and like write it in code. Oh, <laughs> like play a game and just know. Yeah. I like that. Probably. I'm into it. Nice. That's, that's a powerful skill. All right. That's all basically right. my idea. That's all I got. My second idea that I came up with was furry monks. And it's like, what if furries were monks? Or, or Very could you changes. mean, could you be saying funks? Funks. Oh. I think it would be like a monastic order where music. they have to dress up as furries and they just live their and life they, being furries. And, they and that's all they do. play funk music all the time. They might do that also. And they get funky. Not liking the direction what you this just is said. going. Oh, this get has funky. Several times this episode already. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm. I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, let's hear what idea you have for a monastic order. 
I can, uh, I can go. I'm so All right, Talus, let's expand on the gamer idea. Expand okay, on, the, yeah. on the future monastic order of gamers. You really got me with that gamer idea. So yeah, what let's I was go, Talus. Is, so you focused on the more uh, non-devotional, non-religious aspects of... Yeah, just the activities. Yeah, just the, it was a very secular order. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to get back to sort of a new, div- a new type of divinity, uh, a new faith. And I think that this new faith should be uh, typified by new media. I think one of those things that should be done is there should be regularized methods of, of prayer. And I'm going to kind of uh, circumvent Martin Luther here for his hot second. And I'm going to suggest that we bring back indulgences and we make those indulgences in the form of like stream donations so the monks would be streaming video games to god (laughs) and then if you want an indulgence you gotta like pay for an emote that's that's you can like you can like send a gift directly to god and that's what the monks are doing that's the role they play in society that's the tithe you pay as a member of this church as you become a subscriber or whatever you join yeah, you exactly. become a channel supporter. a subscriber because they are sub the scribes they're so submissive like, to the will of the lord yeah so if you if you or just follow the, the god twitch account you're like okay but you're not great but if you can subscribe then you're fucking in the club everyone's a follower everyone's this sounds you're a little a follower, like scientology do they do live really Actually, you no. know what? Once on Facebook, uh, the Church of Scientology did try and live stream the Super Bowl to me, which was really weird. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, yeah, huh? I'm actually really into this idea. I like the idea of futuristic streamer monks. They, yeah. they will also separately write down all information on the internet. I think this is the same order, and we're just getting sort of to the root of their spiritualism now. Yeah, like That's there's a really fantastic. good... There's like a, a sermon in uh, Smash Brothers, and you can like clip the best parts of that. They may or may not also be furries. They could, yeah. I think there's probably definitely some furries in there. Wow, seems like we pretty much nailed monastic orders I think already. That's monastic orders, yeah. Vetla, right? So uh, my idea for monastic order is a. This can fit under any religion, I think. I think we can bend the rules of any religion to fit this monastic order. Okay. Actually, no, you can't. the 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 uh, The thing is, they want gains. That's the point of the more of the order. Okay. Like muscular moni- mon- gains, like these are monetary small gains. I mean, oh, oh, monetary, monetary gains. gains. Oh God! Oh no! You've just created a business student. <laughs> So no, what they you've do just is, created Scientology. Yeah, it's true. So, so they it's all back. work uh, at uh, furthering the order. So they do like menial tasks. They uh, like, for instance, recording Wikipedia on a manuscript. Also, like do like accounting. They'll do. They'll make sure all the other departments are coordinating properly. They're like. Uh, it's it's like very bureaucratic, interconnected, sort of uh, multi-storied uh, monk's house they live in, and they what they do is they, yeah, uh, uh, it's an accounting firm basically. <laughs> okay. Are you describing an accounting firm? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, maybe I should join an accounting firm to get my Math monast- monastic fix. Well, no, hear me out. I think we can think we can tweak this because there are like important functions of monastic orders right like uh religious like investing like investing yeah that's the tithe Mm. that's that's the tithes actually i uh, also think they should grow weed i think they should grow weed. (laughs) honestly (laughs) i think i think i think as a society we should all the entire human race should not return to monkey but return to monk oh return to monk is a good slogan (laughs) for this this movement I like that. We should all, we all join into a monastic order to organize society, to get weed, freshly brewed beer, and video games and Wikipedia in print to everyone. 
<laughs> We've really captured the modern spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think this is a this is a single monastic order, right? Where you have to have some of them dedicated to financing the operation. Since wait, they're well, not going to be logistics. Let's let's be real. This is a this is not capitalism involved here. There's no money in this. It's just logistics. They're doing numbers and accounting, but it's like how much grain, how much weed, how much internet, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's the... Okay, you, this is very avant-garde, and this is very... Like, I'm... I, you might have lost me here. What do they do? They account. Okay, I'm kind of into this. Their, their entire business, what they worship, is an organized, functioning society a functioning systems they're dedicated to the wheels turning to categorizing and organizing what is held by man what can be wielded by man sort of like a a a monastic order of bureaucrats yes i see i i like this idea this just sounds like a bureaucracy yeah (laughs) yeah it kind of sounds like a company i i I was sounds (laughs) like like a command yeah. economy's bureaucratic class. Basically, I was just going to take an office job and turn it into a monastic order. Because that was mm. what I had to come up with because this entire thing was sprung on me entirely too soon. Oh my god. <laughs> You're gonna write. I I'm like so the sorry. idea of you know, uh, uh, 150, 200, 7,000 years from now, uh, a monk takes a break from streaming D&D 6E, sits down <laughs> and starts to record the audio of this podcast. Oh, writing it down into the manuscript. And, that, and this one monk. That in moment the year. and that stream is what the Voynich manuscript will be a parody of. <laughs> it's <laughs> all <laughs> cyclical. It's all, all cyclical. This is what Jesus make a circle. And also, he's watching Minority Report. He's watching Minority Report. And doing Report. taxes that, or whatever. That one's just for fun. Yes. Just for fun, just for vibes. Minority Report is a very well-known and celebrated movie in the year 9021. Oh, uh uh-oh. What was that? Sorry, just computer noise. Oh, check check, you guys. Minority Report's good. Minority Uh Report, well... You could have just said that one. Yeah. No, I I really couldn't. I'm not in the mind space for it. That was Vetla's joke that he wrote to us in the side chat. (laughs) Everyone uh, listening? Please uh, hear the good joke. It's minority. Actually, sorry, Vesla. Sorry, I've just noticed all of your all of your side notes here. <laughs> you Weed just noticed. <laughs> I've been following along. I I have uh, been kind of coming back through. <laughs> uh, also, call me Nietla now. You know this. Sorry, Nietla. Yeah. Well, which sounds a little bit like you're like a Russian version of Vetla. It does. A very a negative so- Russian version. A, a negative Russian version. I'm a Soviet spy, you guys. You caught me. Oh, no. After wow, this episode really has a bureaucracy. Been. You're the Soviet bureaucratic class. Oh, interesting. <laughs> sort of the monastic order of the modern day, by which I mean 40 uh, years ago. I feel so loopy right now. I hadn't we- noticed. Maybe you should go to bed. Get some sleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> what if there were sleep monks? Ooh, what do they do? I think they would just sleep. Like you'd let them okay. sleep. I think I these that can order? all be branches of the same overarching monastic order of the future, frankly. Stay there. Also, well, okay, also, that makes me want to come up with an idea for a monk that's completely antithetical to these other orders. Do Do you guys want a fun fact? A, a fun anti- fact. What? A fun fact about my life that's relevant for this episode? You work at a hot dog shop. No. Is that that's true, though? not relevant. That, that is true. I sell hot dogs for a living now. That's, I'm Hence sorry, that's hot really dog cool. wiener man. I didn't mean to yeah. um, dox you like that. Everyone, <laughs> go to Bergen oh. and find the hot dog wiener man. Look, hot don't... Hot, do- <laughs> hot dogs. That's funny. Please don't. Be what is the fact about your life? Yeah, yeah, please. The new place I'm moving into, it's an old uh, nunnery. It's an old nun's house. Ooh. Oh. I, I, my new room is a nun's cell uh, because Get it's behind. 
It's it's connected to what what used to be a Catholic uh, like hospital in Bergen. <laughs> okay. my, my landlord's the Pope, and I live in a nun's cell now. Wait, is your landlord the Pope? He's the ultimate owner, I think, or controller of the organization. Yeah. Ah! ah! <laughs> <laughs> the Pope Lord. <laughs> your landlord is the Pope. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh my god, don't tell Mao. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's like a... <laughs> oh god. A wow, we've really lost the plot here. Okay, you know what, next time I'm gonna just start it after like a good five to seven minutes. I can't <laughs> believe you didn't t- say earlier that your landlord is the Pope, Ventla. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> well, I didn't notice. Well, well, technically, my landlord's is the uh, like the Oslo Catholic bishop thing. Okay, that, yeah, that, but the Oslo Catholic bishop is basically belongs to the Pope. So yeah, that like well, entire organization yeah. is part of the Catholic Church. Well, I think your landlord might be God. Ooh. <laughs> hey, but you if you think say, about Ave it, Maria. Isn't, isn't God the landlord, the of, landlord Lord. of us all? The land king of kings. Yeah, Jesus is my landlord, you guys. The land Shahansha. Oh, Jesus. That means yeah, king I'm of right. kings. Oh, that makes sense. In Persian? Well, I don't know if it's used in modern Persian. Well, Shah yeah. is still a thing, so presumably oh, it just means Shah of Shahs. But it was used for, you know, Persian emperors. Gotcha. Vibes. Very vibes. Well, anyway, this has been a good episode. I haven't been talking much, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> you can have no, rights. I, I Everyone gets I kinda, to listen to more Jacob. I think I kind of sabotaged us early on there. Yeah, well. Hey, Talos, you're correct, but I think it's a good episode, so it's worth it. <laughs> I think yeah, we had some uh, good monk ideas, actually. Maybe every few episodes, I'll just like start recording while we're talking about something. <laughs> Not tell us? Not t- Well, I'll tell you after, of course. And then if, it, <laughs> if you're into it, we'll put it up. Oh, yeah. Um... Well, uh, we still have one part of the show left to do, every gamer listening at home, and that's figure out what we're going to talk about next episode. Yes, I actually have an idea for this one. I think we have to use one of our old ideas this time, right? We say that every episode. Well, some, one of these times has got to be true. Well, there's definitely definitely weeks where we don't have stuff. Vetla, what number episode is this? Uh Oh, fuck. I think this is the right. <laughs> let me let me just check our podcast page real quick. Uh, keep talking. But, okay, Talis, what's your idea? Let's just go with your idea. We're gonna fix men's fashion, like high fashion. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna into trends. that. Is I'm, that like I, a workshop thing, or is that a whole episode idea? Do you? Think? I think we could have a whole episode for like a new look, a new signature look each. Okay, okay, I'm into it. That's yeah, I can work with this. Hmm. I'm going to say that we should come up with. Oh, I like this one. I was thinking a lot today about domesticated um, uh, domesticates and the process of domestication because I think it's really interesting. I think we should come up with new kinds of. Vegetables. New vegetables. That's Didn't an idea that we've had before. No, it's come up though. Okay. That's I'm why I'm bringing it up. I think, I think we, I, I, you know, the process. New vegetables is fun. I just think I could really go somewhere with that. I like trying new vegetables. I've, I think I've got some I think ideas it could include fruits too. I think new, new, like edible plants. New produce. New cultivars. Produce. Hey, yes. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm down. Um, hey, have, have either of you ever had a horned melon? No, but you talk about them a lot. I do. It affected me deeply. I don't know if I've had a horned melon or not. You'd remember. Everyone listening to the podcast, go look up the horned melon, commonly called the African horned cucumber, horned melon, spiked melon, jelly melon, kiwano, or cucosaurus. Cucosaurus is correct, and it is much more like a cucumber than a melon. It looks very juicy and wet. It's not, surprisingly. The inside isn't. The inside Are you looking at the? I look at this picture I found. Is this what it looked like? Let me see. 
Yes, that's what it looks like. Uh, it looks the weird, so juicy and wet. It looks juicy, but it looks... You know what a cucumber is like where it's got uh, like seeds that yeah. are kind of surrounded by a pulp? Yeah. Imagine if those were like five times bigger. The seeds or the pulp? Ev- everything. The whole, the whole package. I see. Huh. So corn, the, while it is itself pukes, huh? rather juicy, the juice is not... There's less juice than you'd expect because so much of it is seeds. It's this. It just looks like it looks like a weird horned cuke. Well, that's why it's called the Cucosaurus. Hell yeah! It is basically that. You've described it. Hmm. I think the fruit's should... taste has been compared to a combo of banana and passion fruit, or a yeah. banana, cucumber, and lime. I actually don't even remember the taste. The texture is the that's the part that got me. All right. What I about have, the I have a uh, I have a pitch pro- for uh, I have a pitch for next episode. It's like a really tough. Oh yes, let's hear it. Okay, uh, wakeboarding, skiing, water skiing, uh, jet skiing, Those all these all ways, sports. surfing, all these ways to, all these weird silly ways to be <laughs> on water. Have you seen those things where you sort of have to like, uh, use your body to like go up and down, so you like sort of create lift under your uh, under your thing. Have you seen those? Like Mark Zuckerberg yes. made a video on one of those. Yes. All of those things. I think we should make new silly ways for people to just fuck around on top of water. I'm into this actually. Well now what about new board sports in general? New board sports or I was thinking we can do that also as a separate idea in the list but I think Specifically, new ways for people, new silly ways for people to fuck around on top of water without actually swimming. Interesting. Fair okay. Take. I'm into it. So, what was your idea again, Talos? My idea was new, uh, new um, men's fashions. Right. Men's fashion, produce, and fucking around on top of water. Which is it going to be? I'm kind of agnostic. I think any of those Yeah, would be me fun. too. Too, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards fruits and vegetables. We could do a random number generator. <laughs> yeah. Like we could do a Twitter poll. Oh, a Twitter poll, maybe. I don't know Dude. who will vote. <laughs> Literally, I think I know the one person who might vote. Well, better than I'll, zero. I, I'll, I'll retweet the uh, on my Twitter account, and all my unrelated followers will just see a no-context poll with New ways of fucking around on water. New vegetables. New ma- new, new uh, styles of men's generally. Produce generally. Because fruits also. Like, what if we want bananas too? The sequel to bananas. Bananas too. Well, good what episode, if, every okay. gamer. We'll put I'm it to a vote. To what we did earlier, but what if bananas too involves a banana that goes crosswise? What does that mean? Okay, you know how banana is long? Oh, a wide banana? A wide banana. Well, to do that, you just turn it sideways. How would you describe men's fashion? Mm. How would I like, describe it? Right now? No, like, how, not, not, not like the thing, your, your, your next thing, like new styles of men's fashion? New, style, new trends in men's fashion. Right, I'll just post that. Uh, that this thing, like, uh, let's out what if it's just zippers now. everywhere? Ooh, belts, all belts. It can get weirder than that, of course, and I think it, in fact, it probably should. I think it will. All boots, all a boots boot, up, is a really a strong boot up to well, your neck. Now I'm kind of coming around, and I hope new fashion trends wins. Um, because I think boots up to your like one big boot that you wear. I am okay with any of them. Yeah, I do I'm like not. big let, boots. Let though. the people decide. What do you hear? The people sing, singing the song of one large boot. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Thank you. I've never seen the thing it's based on. I have, but only most of it. I missed a good chunk near, but not quite at the beginning. Oh no! How does that happen? Did you like you walk know, to the movie theater late? No, it was in my history class, and I missed a oh. day. 
Well, good podcast, every gamer. <laughs> good podcast. Well, how do we end gamer. this? Keep keep on gaming. Don't stop gaming. Don't forget. Don't to forget. Not stop gaming. I think that's yeah. Just don't forget to once. game. Don't forget that's... to not stop. Not never stop. Never stop gaming. Love you guys. Can't set this as a precedent. I'm, I'm scared yes, for us if we do. We've done this in like four or five episodes in a row. Tell us. It's already a very strong <laughs> <episode>. <laughs>